of visiting the sick. We're going to zero into how to discuss with a person, this sick person that presumably he's heading towards passing on, and how to split up his inheritance and to say vidui and to confess for his avedus that will atone in a way that will not scare him that he's going to pass away, which will hasten that process. One should never give all his possessions as a gift to others. And even if it's a charity, to leave the rightful ears without anything or without enough that they need. Anyone that does the sages are not happy with him and it's a problem. This is the din. Even if his his ears don't act properly, they're not pie, they're not going in the beaten path. If he's leaving for his ears also amount that will it's enough for them to live off. Motor, then he is allowed to give the remainder to others. However, it's a mid of piety. One should not sign on a will, even as a witness, and also not to be to give counsel to the person that's writing drafting a will. In which this will, they're taking away from the inheritance that are meant to go, he's bequeathing to someone else other than the ear. Even if it's not taking it out of the family, rather, he's taking away from one brother that should have got a, a equal share and he's giving it to a brother that's more pious because this brother is not acting properly because maybe the truth is that this person that currently is not acting properly is going to have uh, children that are going to act properly even to say you know give this one less and that one more yes and, and it's beyond kilo the the needs Yes, Mishra Isidah's opinion that prohibits and Rabbi Lachaz Ravetz Kedai to err on the side of caution and side with this opinion when possible. If a person has young children, young sons, or young, young and older sons, even if his wife is pregnant and he doesn't know if it's a boy or girl, he has to appoint a caretaker that's going to take care of the estates that he's bequeathing to his younger sons or whatever he's giving as a Yerusha if they need it until they grow up, even though they're going to take a cut or whatever, they're not going to have as much profit. It's the father's responsibility to do before he passes on. The sick person wants to feel that it's said and done and etched in stone, and therefore what he wants to do is seal the transaction by doing a kinyan. They would raise up, they raise up something, him and another person, either the person that's actually getting the, the Yerusha or someone else raises it and it's kind of an object from the sick person on behalf of the person that the ear and once he is kind of that yamuk or whatever else he picks up with that he's also kind of the clip and he's also kind of the or agav he's kind of the 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 part of the yerusha so you generally one is not allowed to do a kinyan on shabbos to do to to buy and sell as a offshoot of but over here kind of men on philip shabbos allowed allow this transaction to go through even on shabbos to appease and calm this person down. The sick person shouldn't hasten on the process of his passing. If he wants to notify to a relative or talk to a relative about it, uh, whatever he would like, even as Yerusha, Mota Liska and Nachrib Shabbos want to let a higher guy on Shabbos and send them to call that relative. If the sick person, someone else passed away in, in that time, whether it's a, a close relative that he has to rise Korea for, or even a friend, we don't notify him, he shouldn't get mixed up and get get afraid which could uh, on that process I feel even if it was known to him he found out about it, we don't tell him to realize Korea if he's a close relative maybe his his 
his worry is going to grow, and uh, this may mix him up. We don't cry, we don't eulogize, whether it's on a close family member that he's meant to eulogize, whether it's about a different person that's deceased, even if it's not a family member. He may be afraid that he himself will also pass on. And if you're in his presence and someone starts eulogizing or talking about someone else that passed on, one should change the topic and uh, silence him. There's specific uh, sick people that we do not visit because it'll either harm the person that's sick by you visiting him or embarrass him. So people that are sick in their intestines, stomach, certain problems, it's embarrassing, the fumes or whatever. And not people that have a problem with their eye, they're sick in their eyes, or an ailment on the head because it, it, it's a headache, it's bothering him. And any person that's sick, that it's, it's reaching a point that he's Goisis, as we'll see in the next sim, and he's ready, leading, he's head marching towards the next world. It's hard for him to talk in Vakanasibana. First of all, don't visit within his presence because you're forcing him to talk and to greet you and to make you feel comfortable. And it's it's hard for him, it's worse for him. As we explained earlier, there are other uh, objectives to visiting the sick that also fulfill the myths. So, so go in the outer room. You could ask over there whether he needs something, and maybe you could notify that you're there to be there with him, but you're staying in the other room. You hear his sickness, and when you hear his pain, you down to the Ebishter which is one of the primary goals of Bikr Chayim, is to daven to the Ebishter on his behalf, as we'll see in the next sif. Halach Yidav, Mishish, the statement says, a person has two mitzvahs before him, Bikr Chayim v'neichum ha'belem, to visit the sick and to console the mourners. Im Eshel Lekayim Hashem, if he's able to do both of them, then Bikr Chayim takes precedence. Bikr Chayim koidim, why kidei levakash achmon? Because you can actually prevent a problem by davening to the Ebishter and he won't pass on. However, if he cannot do both, and the question is not which one should be done first, rather which one you should choose. In that case, consoling those the mourners is, uh, takes precedence. Why? You're, it's an act of kindness. Sigh with those that are alive. That means the children, the ears that are sitting shiva. And Sigh Mason spreading his name, etc. As we'll see in next him. We also visit and Goisha people that are sick added to promote Shalom. Peace. Halacha Yud Gimel. Tanya Besifri, we learned in the Braise in Sifri. Reb Nasdan, Reb Nasdan says, Ba'ashman Afshahi, Visad and Viswad, that when that person is guilty, he should confess. Zebara Abba, Kola Mesim, Shitanu Vidu. That this tells us in this this set of pre- uh, the, the rule, and after the stone, that every, every person that is going to Pass on, he should confess and say Vidui first. It's a Mishnah, it says in the Mishnah, she called him, saw the Yeshla Chilko, anyone that confessed. Vidui has a portion of the world to come. By Achan, after the story of I Yeshua told him, tell everybody, my son, get, provide honor and honor the Abish to pretend like Toyda and give him thanks. And how? So, tell everybody what you did exactly about Chachem and do not withhold anything. And Yeshua responded saying, I've sinned before the Abish, the God of the Yidden, because such and such I did that he took from the booty of um, I and he put it in, sorry, from, from Yucha and put it, uh, dug it under his tent and uh, so, so we see that he confessed. How do you know that this confession um, atoned for all of us? That it atoned for him because it says, Have you 
you defamed us. Yakar Chasam Yem Azad Eibisher, so to speak, defame you today. By Yem Azad at the Acher, you're only defamed in this day. But you're not ruined for the world to come. From here we see that the fact that he confessed took away um, and that that forgave him, and he has a portion of the world to come. And therefore, if you see a sick person that's um, that's leaning towards death, then Masavabin in my bedvarim. You have to yeah, not don't uh, startle him and start a conversation. Rather, within conversation in the context. Move the the discussion towards. I remember we say svada. You should confess. Don't be worried from the fact that you confess because Many people confess. They got up afterwards from their sickness. And they're still between us alive today. The There's many people that didn't say it and they did pass on. So therefore, it's good for you. And forget as a, as in in the. Merit that you're saying vidu, you'll um, you'll live. Anyone that that uh, confesses has a portion of the world to come. If he can't verbally be misvada, then he should be misvada believer. You say the words and you tell him think about it in your heart. If he could say only a little bit, it's hard for him to talk. I don't know. We say the say the following. Say after me. My death should atone for all my sins. We also say that verbally you should ask forgiveness for anybody that you sin against, whether it's monetary issues, whether words that you said, all these ain't when we're talking to the sick person, do not say it not in front of people that don't have a mind with them, they're not responsible, or in front of women or children, because if they start crying, it's going to break his heart. Say the video Victoria. The the short ver- shortened version of confession is the following. I acknowledge and accept before you my God, the God of my fathers, that my cure um, is in your hand. And my passing on is in your hand. What may be your will that I should, that you'll that you'll cure me completely. And if I do pass on, may my my uh, passing away and my dying be uh, atonement for all my sins. That I've sinned before you. Giving my portion to come in the world in in Ganadin, the world to come. And I should merit the the next world. The one that's set aside for the righteous people. If he wants to extend and say the video of Yom Kippur with all the specific forms of, of confessing uh, specific he is allowed to. It's all spelled out in Sefer Mabar Yabek. That the Chachmas Adam also quoted the Ramban's video.